Welcome back to the Lost in Sci-Fi podcast, or as we've been lovingly referring to it as, Lost in Everything. Yes, pretty much. Uh, I am your host, Leland, here with my co-host, Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. And today, it's been a few weeks since we've sat down. Life finds a way of always kind of... <laughs> Getting in the way of scheduling podcasts. Yeah, yeah. You have work. I have work. We have outside commitments. Shit just happens. Yep. So today is a sci-fi roundup. Yeah, I, uh, I like that idea. And some things have happened. It's true. So that's kind of cool. The big thing you wanted to talk about, the Oscars nominations yeah. have come out. And looking at them, because they're in front of me right now, mm-hmm. I realize I haven't seen Squad. This I, year. Yeah, I only, only when I realized what the nominations were, I've actually started catching up on a few things. But you mm-hmm. know what? I really like that sci-fi movies, sci-fi and comic book movies... Didn't get a huge portion of the noms this year, but they got a few. There's, I think the, um, I think two things may occur with that. One, I feel that the Academy is starting to recognize that, oh, comedies, sci-fis, and these comic book things, mm-hmm. I guess they're not really going anywhere. No. Oh, they can be good. Yeah. So they start to realize that maybe there is some nominations opposed to, say, special effects and makeup mm. that you can maybe go a little further with yeah. that though it is interesting i want to say it's like special effects that both rogue one mm. and oh it's like visual production what's uh what did doc strange get it in there for uh second page over on the, the right page. visual effects visual effects yeah. so yeah rogue one doc strange visual effects that's fair i hope doc strange gets it i think that'd be awesome the um and then i think the other thing is the um not a lot came out yeah, yeah. So it get well. I mean, a lot came out. A lot was not good. Yeah. And then they were like, "Well, shit." Well, there was that sci-fi movie that people really dug. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll look at that again. So you were telling me before the podcast that you hadn't seen Arrival yet. I have not, but you I go right ahead. You can talk all about it. I know you saw it and you really much enjoyed it from yep. what I gathered on social media. The funny thing, and I, I keep telling people this, and I'm not going to spoil anything, so no spoiler warnings and everything. But it's like really intelligent. It goes into some pretty high level concepts, but it's also clever. Like, then that's not always the same thing. And they don't bog you down in the high level intelligent stuff. But you get out of it and you're like, it's fun to watch. It's interesting. It's, you're tense the entire time. But you get out of the movie and I think you feel a little smarter, you know? Right on. Um... (laughs) Which is not really a great recommendation for a movie. It'll make you smart. No, it's also fun and it has aliens in it. So Yeah, I mean, the trailer was very intriguing and it came out of nowhere. Did. Like, I didn't know they were making that movie with yeah. Hawkeye and Lois Lane. Right. just like, oh, oh, okay, right <laughs> on. And and everybody else who's really good in it. Yeah. And, and and I like all the actors in it. I just never got around to seeing it. No, and, I didn't. They put it back in the theaters after the nomination and that's when I went. Oh, did they it. really? Yeah, they oh, did. okay, yeah. good to know. Yeah. Um, I just figured I'd buy it eventually. So I was like, I'll just wait for it to be on like Netflix or I'll probably do buying it because if it's sci-fi related we buy it i think you're also because i know you like oh, there goes my phone i know you also like movie soundtracks a lot mm-hmm. and i think this one was a good one there's a lot and of it, cool it stuff. looked interesting in, in did it come out at the right time like is it poignant is it saying anything about mm-hmm. life at the time of recording of drama no. or is it just kind of like hey this is a good movie that came out and you can see threads of things but they're not really there no I think you could read a lot of stuff into it okay. I mean it does talk about different countries working with each other and not being petty but you know that's sure. that's a thing that you can say anytime not just now. no yeah that's not like unless a strict movie comes right out and says this movie is going to defy right. what you know as this right yeah. right right no no I think it was fairly like 
yeah, I'm looking forward to when you see it and, and tell me what you think about it. Well, I'm glad it got nominated for Best Picture. It won't win, but I'm glad that it got nominated. I think uh, I haven't even seen La La Land yet, which you have, but from what I've heard, I think La La Land's going to scoop it. I really do. Mm. It's good. It ain't best picture. Really? It, okay. It's good. Like nobody I liked will, it. Nobody will shut up about it. So yeah, I'm... that's part of the problem. Oh. But I, I'm not trying to be that person. Got it. Um, I think the first 15 minutes are horrendous. Oh really? Like we, I almost walked out. Like me and my friend were like, "This is it. Wow. This is what everyone's talking about." Because it is jarring. It's I hate the opening number. Hmm. And and like and and I. I guess the director is like a big fan of like big budget Bugsy Berkeley, you know, Fosse oh, yeah. musicals. Yeah. And you watched opening number like, well, have you ever seen one? Right. Because this is an awful opening number. Interesting. It looks like smelly hippies on the side of the five dancing in, in cars. And I was oh. like, I don't care that it's all one shot. Yeah. Like I don't, that's one shot to me now. It's not as a creative as it once no. was. It's, a, it's it, a gimmick. Everyone, like Robert Altman did an eighteen minute one. That's it, like you hit the plateau. When did he do that? As for the player, I think it was like ninety two. Okay, right. it, it's one of the better. Maybe it's not eighteen minutes, but it's the longest one I think in cinema history right, at this right, point. Right. Like it, it is a, and it's in ninety two when like you didn't have technology no. to seamlessly cut that shit in. No, nope. so that's you're following Tim Robbins going through a studio. Right. And every cameo he hits was there in that room. Wow. You know what I mean? It's a good it's a good long cut. At the time, yes, oh fantastic. Now I'm like, all right, you gotta do something a little bit more with your long cuts to make it not I've seen that before. Yeah. And this was to me was one of them. Um 15 minutes in, um, you Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone go to an 80s theme party, not together. Mm-hmm. And they that's kind of their a, a better meet cute for them sure that's where the movie should have started oh, to me and my friend that went with me we were both like oh that's this is where the movie took off got it everything before then was just i don't know what it was okay i get it could be argued as character development but everything you learned in that 10 to 15 minutes you learned again oh i hate it when they so do it was that it's like, like mm. oh, it's redundant did you just do it so we can have that really terrible song in the opening oh, number that's an example of bad editing too i did i did it didn't work for me right. the first 10 like i said first 10 15 minutes i didn't dig but man from the 80s scene on though i was in it to win it like nice. it's a good movie okay I'm definitely going to see it because, you know, I've got my little checklist mm-hmm. of Oscar movies here. If you see La La Land, you get to check 14 boxes off that list. That's that how many true. things it's been nominated for. So. Um, and I'm... that's just me and my friend's opinion. Like, right. uh, me yeah. and her were very much like, oh, no. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean you could totally date the first. You know what I mean? Like, it could speak to you. It wasn't speaking to me. And I like musicals. And that's the thing. I'm not a fan of musicals. Sure. They always kind of, I don't. they just feel a little... I don't know, goofy to me. I think that's what it was. Is if you don't establish that you're in a world, I'm going to use examples like Chicago, right? Where well, even Chicago is not really a musical musical because they cut away to like the stage show, right? And, and you're like, yeah. oh, we're giving you exposition through a song. And the um, reason why I never think of Chicago as a musical is because I like that movie. It's so true. I know that's which is so awful. Maybe not the best example. And I don't want to say Greece, but I guess I'll go with Greece. Sure. So like, it's song. In the middle of conversations. Got it. And you're gathering information. 
this just opens up with kind of a, a horrendous song. Oh, and it was just kind of like, well, this ain't a good song. But it's good that I knew this going into it because, I don't know, my expectations are maybe that set was, low. I'm trying, you know? Maybe it was just the song. Really? Like, if, if the song isn't good, it's hard to want to sit through. Also, they don't establish that universe. Like, it's our world. Yeah. So that's what's also really weird. You're like, so... It's our world, and we have a musical number. Like, yeah. whatever. Um, that's what I hit. Those musicals always kind of hit me that way. It's sure. like you're going through a regular scene, and then everyone breaks into song, and yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, this is silly. But yeah. uh, but the the ending is something. I have uh, in the yeah. reviews that I've read about it, and I read a lot of reviews on mm-hmm. Instagram, and everybody you know talks around the ending. They don't give it away. No, and they shouldn't. And everybody, yeah. everybody is always like, basically, from what I can pick up, it's not the ending you were expecting. It is not the ending you're expecting, but it's the ending you deserve? that had to happen. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I don't think we deserve that ending for any case, Batman. But mm-hmm. I will say, though, it is, it's the most realistic ending. That's what I've heard. To a relationship. Yeah, that's what um, I've definitely heard. But then they throw this, I'm not, again, I'm not going to spoil it. They throw in this weird I want to say a sci-fi element at the end there cool. where you're almost like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do what you did and then expect me to leave the theater and not cry my eyes out, which I did. Right. Like, I I, I didn't cry. Like It wasn't like a Lord of the Rings cry situation. Sure. But there were some tears. Like okay. I was just kind of like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's a great movie. Um, I do like some of the songs that are organically worked into the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like a musical musical where there's big production numbers. And it's not like, it's not like Les Mis where you're getting the full exposition during some terrible operatic number. Right. You know, it's just kind of like, Hey, occasionally we're going to sing some songs yeah. here. Right. I was just wondering if maybe the Oscars had kind of a musical thing going on this year. Did you see the Meryl Streep movie, Florence Foster Jenkins? No, I wanted to, but I am really upset that she was nominated. Really? Why? Because it almost feels like, hey, we have an empty space, but let's just nominate Meryl again. You know, I just saw the movie last night. Uh-huh. I can see why she got it. Okay, no, and again, that's fair. And here's the thing. And that, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you because she is fucking she Meryl Streep. She is Street. good, but in this role, <laughs> sure. she was good. And it's kind of a music thing that's going on. But you know what's the thing that really surprised me about that movie? It'll make you like Hugh Grant more. Yeah, I've never really <laughs> disliked Hugh Grant. I just yeah. never really thought of him one way or the other. And boy, he's showing his age. Like the, the yeah, first time you 50, see him, yeah, he hit fifty. Oh, he hit fifty hard, yeah, man. Like, I think. But the thing is, it's appropriate for the role. That's sure. the age he's supposed to be. But he did hold off looking fifty for a, a good while. It's one of those ones yeah. where he was like frozen in time for a while, and mm-hmm. then when time started again, it hit him all like a bag of bricks. Yeah, it, you know? it hit him like the English. It kind of did, yeah. Because yeah. I've noticed there's a lot of really good looking men and women who are from England, yeah. and they're like, all right, you're looking good, you're looking good. Oh, you yeah. hit 45. Yeah. He, the very first scene I saw him in, I kind of sat back in my chair. I'm like, ooh, that's Hugh Grant. Wow. And then you get used to that. But the sure. movies, it's like with everything else that's got it, it is not political in any way, shape, or form. Right. Well, it it also doesn't feel like this. so many of the Oscar bait movies that came up this year, like Lion and Moonlight mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, they have a certain, like, this is a big, huge issue and all this kind of stuff. This movie is, I think it's just really about somebody's passion and following it, even if they're goofy and don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, that, I think that's my problem with the Oscars. Even looking at the stuff right now, I'm like, all these movies, they're all saying something. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. In a year full of shit. Yeah. You need stuff to say stuff. I just, 
I just don't want to see those movies. Yeah, Manchester by I, the Sea is supposed to be really, really oh depressing. God. I keep I'm hearing like, about that one. Life is depressing. I don't go to the movies to be more depressed. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I know people that, oh, I love drama. I'm like, why? Life is dramatic enough as it is. That's why I was go so happy when a sci fi movie yeah, like, got in there, you know? Go to the theater, watch shit blow up. Right. Yeah, right? I, I don't know. Um, Look, like I'm not upset that Meryl Streep got nominated, sure. even though I said I was. I just feel like she has two. Right. It's like, let someone else get the slot. Right. I can see you why she was I mean? nominated, but I haven't seen any of the other movies where other sure. women, so I'm going to fix that. I've got three weeks to I do mean, it. Even but... she looked like, why did I get nominated? Uh, you know what I mean? I, boy, because this movie was in and out of theaters. Like, it didn't make any money. I like, never, it was gone. I never heard about it until the nominations came out. Like, yeah. It had just not crossed my radar. The only reason why I watched it was there was a $3 rental online. I put it on last night, intending to work on a project while it was on. And yeah, I got... You had to watch it the whole thing. Yeah. I, I, I thought it's... I was really impressed by it. You know, not... I don't think she's going to win for it, but I can see why she was nominated. Um, I am really excited that Ruth Nega got nominated. Yes. Because I love her from... Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yes. and she's really good on Preacher, and I liked her in Warcraft, but I was the only person in America, apparently, who liked Warcraft. Uh, uh, Jada liked it, too. And me and Jada, that's yeah, it. Um, I really want to see Hidden Figure still. I do, too. Uh, I just haven't got around to it. Yeah. There, um, and then there you get down to the crazy stuff, like, um, well, crazy is subjective, but, like, animated feature, yeah, Zootopia. Zootopia is definitely going to scoop Now, me. Moana is great. Either one of those would be fantastic, but they're both Disney. Yeah. And then Finding Dory wasn't even nominated. Right. Which is so weird to I me. I just saw it for the first time like three days ago. Did you cry your eyes out? I Not in the very first 15 minutes. I remember you had said, though, I definitely was like, oh. Oh, no. The first 15 minutes are just like overwhelming. You're like, oh, that's so adorable. Yeah. It was towards the end when oh, I did get a little fucking weepy. seashells. Yeah, exactly. No, you lose your fucking shit. Yeah. It's, you're just like, it's pretty oh, God. I know what those are. And you're just like, oh, God. They've waited. And I lost. I, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Big old forty year old man sitting there crying my eyes up and you're like, Oh god, they found each other. You know, it was it was, it was yeah. really and the animation was amazing. It they was are good. Amazing. I noticed you saw a lot of documentaries. I well, a lot of those are the documentary shorts, so you're looking at twenty five minutes a pop. That's but fair. The documentary shorts are all without without exception really depressing. So, yeah, of course they are. Do you yeah. know what extremis is? Have you heard about that one? I know that's the thing that makes Iron Man no. have his special I know. powers. That's what I thought too. I was like, was it another sci-fi? <laughs> no, it's about several families and they're trying to make the decision whether or not to put a family member on life support or let them die. That's what the movie's about. Well, so. I'll give you 20 minutes. Pull the plug. Yes, right? Seriously, <laughs> exactly. But oh, no. I'm sorry. Is that a heartless? Life's heartless. I thought Pull for a minute, plug. I thought for a minute you meant the movie. I'm like, yes, the movie is 20 minutes long, but no, no yeah. I'm no. like, do you need to watch that movie? I don't know that you do. But yeah, I just, I kind of got hooked on documentaries for a while, so I checked a lot of I know. I, I know that the OJ Made in America um, is on Netflix soon, or maybe it just landed on there within the last couple of days. I'm not sure. Was, I heard it was on Hulu. It's or maybe a, that's what I'm thinking But of. it's a miniseries, though. No, no, there's two different... Yeah, did, this was the year of OJ, oh, other than oh. the year of OJ. Yeah, right. Um, well, there was this documentary, which is theatrical. Okay. And then there was the Ryan Murphy, because he's the guy that does the American Horror Story um, anthology yeah. crime show called OJ. Oh, and, and so they're one, not, and this one's OJ Made in America, so that's yeah, not Yeah, and that right. one is, I don't even remember the name of it, but right. that's the one where John Travolta 
and um, David Schwimmer and Sarah Paulson from American Horror Story. Uh, They're playing all those roles. Cuba Gooding Jr. is O.J. Simpson. Oh, interesting. It's it's a good show. Like I'm not gonna deny it's act, it's well acted and it's really good. The problem is, is I had to stop watching it about four episodes in. Because I was alive when this happened. Yeah. I remember all the craziness around the OJ trial. So to watch it, and I kind of felt like I was laughing along with the, the people. Like, oh, remember that Bronco thing? Oh, remember this? Mm-hmm. And then I saw an interview with um, Ron Goldman's family outside of the show. Sure. And they were interviewing them. And the dad was like, oh, no, it's fantastic about how every couple years someone wants to make a, a documentary or a movie. And I have to relive my son's death all over again. Yeah. And, I kinda, right. and it hit me in the face. It's like, oh, that's right. I'm laughing at actually the fact that two people died. Like, this isn't funny. Yeah. Like, the surroundingness and how this was the first mass media circus. Yeah thing that happened in America and due to public opinion and Johnny Cochran's amazing use of saying certain word buzzwords yeah. in the internet in the day of the internet is why he was found innocent. Yes. You know, that's opinions or not opinions if he did it or not. The problem is, is it was no longer a case for the courts to decide. It was a case for America's uh, media to decide. Right. And that upset me when I started realizing I was enjoying that factor. And I was like, no, I don't need to watch this You don't anymore. want to be part of the problem. I don't. Anything. Because at the end of the day, two people were brutally Pez dispensered. Yeah. And that's how they really described them. Yeah. And you were just like, yeah, that, like someone literally cut their heads off with a knife. Yeah. That's rage. Yeah. 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 And you kind of just go, well, why would a random person be so rageful? It's also one of those, like, you know... two pretty white people in Brentwood. Right, exactly. No, no, no. But it's also one of those ones about, you know, the simplest explanation is likely the best. Was there a giant conspiracy? Was there people that we've never heard of before and they did a secret and all this kind of... Or was OJ really angry, you know? Yeah, yeah. it kind of comes down to... And and the the show kind of lets you decide your own views. Like, they play both sides, which I thought was at least acceptable for the show. They kind of were like, here are the facts, here are the things that factually happened. Right. And here are the things that were factually said, and you're right. just like, okay, and you're like, well. So you haven't seen the documentary. I have not, but okay. I do want to see it because I hear it is actually really good. But my problem is, is I was there, like yeah. I was alive during this time. Well, that's so kind like, of why I want to see. I was like, it, how much know? more can you tell me? Well, that's the thing. I because I'm hoping that it gives us more than what we got in the media. You know, sure. it's like we got the white Bronco down the. I remember we were Catherine was dating Nathan at the time, and we were all over at his and his roommate's place, and the TV happened to be on, and someone's like, "They're saying that's O.J. Simpson in that car," and we're like, "What?" You know, and they're yeah, and at that point him. in time, I wasn't really aware of who he was. I just was, oh, the guy from Naked Gun. Well, we were thinking about the guy who did the um, what is it, the commercial where he's running through the airport. Um, what the hell is that? I don't remember what that. Oh, I mean, I know he was in that? Roots because everyone. Everyone. Was I in mean, Roots. if you were a black person in the seventies and eighties, you were in Roots. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I knew who he was, and I was just like, "What? Really? Seriously?" You know, they made a remake of Roots this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I wonder how the ratings were on that. Did like, they make a remake of? They did. Yeah, A and E or like the oh, History right. Channel did like a straight up remake, I was which like, is funny because Fences also got a remake this year and it's up for an Oscar. So I was just was that a remake? I thought it was, wasn't I'm, it? Was I'm not positive. You know what? It, I think it's based on a play. Is what it, it is based is. on a play. That's what it is. Okay, uh, but I, I just I can't imagine a remake of Roots is going to be as 
important and poignant as the first roots was. I don't know with everything going on in the political atmosphere at this time and place. I Even guess also, it was on like the it. History Channel or something. No one watched the History Channel. No, okay. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. At the time roots came out, there was only like six channels, right. and they're like, and, and two of them were showing roots. You were like, <laughs> oh, this is a thing. Everyone is watching roots tonight. Yeah. yeah. No one's not not watching it. Except me. I never saw it. Well, no, but you know what I mean, though. <laughs> like it just. You play something on like the History Channel A and E, like you choose to watch those channels. Yeah. Those aren't the the core like eight that right. you watch. You're right. like, mm, all right. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's some really good stuff on here. I mean, I agree. I haven't seen a whole lot, but you know, uh, I do. I'm glad that some stuff was nominated. Like Star Wars got nominated for some um, you know, all the technical stuff because, of course, that's what it usually I does. Star Trek got up for makeup. For, um, well, that's uh, the one thing it did good. It did. I mean, it was cool. I did enjoy it. Um, I don't know why the fuck Suicide Squad got nominated for makeup. Because there's not much makeup. I mean, okay, that's not true. There's a lot of makeup in there. Yeah. But it ain't good compared to Star Trek. So why know? is everybody yelling about the fact that Deadpool didn't get a nominated for anything? I mean, I love Deadpool. I thought it was great. But, uh, but was, what would they would have nominated I don't. For? But there were a lot of people who were like, oh, Deadpool got snubbed. I'm like, you guys are really Did just it? trolling us, aren't you? I, you know? I, I mean, sure, if it would have got nominated, it would have been great. But I'm like, but I don't know what it would have been nominated for. I think it's I probably... I mean, other than technical. I was, it's going to be technical, like visual effects, I'm sure. I mean, sure, maybe, maybe best original screenplay just to give it a funny, like... Sure! Because, like, I mean, Pulp Fiction. She was nominated for best original screenplay. Fair, it's totally fair. You know, I mean, Deadpool, but it's not really an original, but it is. You know, it's not like Deadpool's gonna be nominated for best picture. No, but God no, God no. If God willing, that it would be hilarious. Which is what I'm always glad when something like I liked Rogue One. I thought it was very fun. If Mm -hmm. it had gotten nominated for best picture, I would have called shenanigans because it should have been. They don't need to win it, but it could have been nominated. I mean, it kind of like was it. the Dark Knight was nominated for Best Picture, I believe. Was it really? I think so. I'm not positive. It's uh, been a while. But, but you know, I'm, I remember my little sister when Avatar got nominated for Best Picture. Which, Ugh. Yeah, I know, right? A technical stuff, yes, absolutely. All the animations, all the pretty, all the cinematography, great. Sure. It's not Best Picture, but that's when my little sister was like, they need to have one more category. Not that the Oscars aren't long enough, but we call it Best Blockbuster. Because that's where you throw in the movies like Avatar and yeah, Rogue the ones One. that everyone and... saw. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I'm looking at your, the visual effects. Um, it'll probably end up going to Rogue One or Jungle Book. What's the other ones that it's up for? Uh, Deepwater Horizon yeah. and Kubo, which I bought, but I have yet to watch. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either, and I need to because it'll it's up for one of the it's up for one of the animation awards. Yeah, that and a Studio Ghibli movie got in there too. It won't win. I mean, not against Pixar, but the Red Turtle. I'm going to see that one. I think Passenger should be just scratched right off that list. Yeah, exactly. I saw that one. So I'm all, over on Pixelated Geek. I just sort of like made a whole list of the nominations and I linked them to all, everything that we've actually reviewed on the site. Mm-hmm. And I was actually impressed with how many we got in there. I mean, you did Jungle Book. Uh, David did Passenger. Passengers. Um, we've had a bunch of uh, my contacts and Instagram do a bunch of others. So yeah, if it's uh, we actually I read a bunch. A spoiler-filled review of Passengers. Ours on the site, I believe, is spoiler-filled. Oh as well. really? Yeah, I, yeah. I read this one online, and I that movie just sounds. Oh awful. no, there's no way. There's. No I was way. just like, this sounds date rapey. It does. It's very. They were going for romantic, and I, I just like, can't. No. I heard that Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt didn't have any chemistry either. I hear that. I, a lot. I did. Well, they said on set they didn't want to make out. Like they really? were too, they were too friendly. Oh, like I can they've been see friends, that. and they were they, like they had to do like massive tequila shots to get them to, to I be can't. comfortable. And I'm like, I'm sure that reads on scrill a scrill. Mm-hmm. What's a scrill? Well, yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure that reads on screen that if they are loaded, probably you know. Also, I don't 
well, I can understand that, but also you're actors and this is what you're paid to do. And yeah, in you know Hollywood, my policy, turn that shit on and off. Get yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then again, how many times have we seen actors and actresses who appear opposite each other in a movie and then they end up dating each other? Because it's kind of hard to like pretend that you're madly in love with someone yeah. and not have some And also it's kind of like you don't have chemistry on screen, but you hear you have it in life. Yeah. Mm. Um, they have announced... That Peter Capaldi is leaving. Yes. He is going to move on. He's had four seasons. I think it's probably time. And that's when, that's about how long they usually. And they're usually, yeah. and, and it's unfortunate to say, I would say the best four lackluster seasons. And that, I mean, a lot of people, I feel, and have that been. That is not his fault. That's exactly it. A lot of people have been jumping up and down. It's like, oh, well, we need a new doctor. I'm like, I think we need a new writer. It's the writer. It's. I don't know. We've talked about it several times on this podcast. I don't know what. Um, dragon yeah. uh, Moffat is chasing. Yeah. Oh, well, he's trying to get his blank. But it's it it's it's like because you are endless in your conquest of whatever that Peter had to suffer. Yeah. Like in these kind of not great I mean, they're 50-50. I mean, some are really good and some are just some of the worst episodes of who I've and ever seen. it's hilarious that one of my favorite episodes is 50-50 itself, you know? It's right. like... Which one was that? The one with the castle and the skulls and everything. Which is a good one only in hindsight of the last 20 seconds. It, well, yeah, exactly. Like, Come well, the last it's five true. minutes, really. Like, so it's not even 50-50. It's like, for the most part, it's like, ah, oh, when will this episode end? And then you realize what's going on. Yeah, and you're like, but Whoa. it's so weird. Like, in the last... Five minutes make that the greatest episode ever, yeah. but this episode itself is tedious and boring. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And then we talked about on the last podcast, um, the, the Christmas episode this year was terrible, which I still haven't seen, mostly because everybody's going meh. Yeah, I don't know. I, but Peter Capaldi did come out and say it is his last time. Um, season ten will be his last one. I think ten. I don't even know. What season yeah. Are. I mean. uh, but he did say he threw his hat on the ground and said it should be a woman next season. Oh. Like he straight up said, like he goes, if my opinion should take into a matter of any yeah. kind, it should be a woman. Well, they 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 did set it up. They did give us that episode where we got to see a female time lord finally, yeah. you know, and also a time lord that changed from a man into a woman. So a black woman it? too. Yeah, like, exactly. You're just like, so we go it's color all and the gender. Things, yeah. yeah. Did did Moffat write that episode? I no. believe so. Okay. Yeah, probably. I don't. I don't want to like segue too fast away from Doctor Who, but no, I have sure. to bring up the fact that you had told me. That you really liked the final episode of Sherlock. And I had to digest. I I hated it. From you the did I use said. the word hate, yeah. which is a word you typically do not like to use. I think I was just so disappointed because this may be our last episode ever. And it was so like, I don't know, unintentionally maudlin and stomping on our feelings and it didn't make sense. And then the final scene with them running out of the building, I'm like, that's the goofiest shit ever. So I just, I, I blamed Moffat and... Gaddis or Gatness or how Gaddis sure. or however you say his name. So I thought, but I thought it was interesting because Jada really liked it too. You liked it. Hell, Catherine even found it entertaining. And I'm like, I feel like I'm the only person who's sitting here going, I hated it. We'll put a pin in that. Okay, all right. Um, all right. Uh, and then Tenet, going back to Doctor Who, yes, just yes. real quick. Yes. David Tenet went online and said, yeah, you know, he thought uh, Capaldi did a great job. Yes. He did his tenure. Tennant even agreed with him and said, yes, the next Doctor should be a woman. And he threw out a name. He threw out his co-star from Broadchurch, the dark-haired lady with the short hair, oh, wow. his partner. She'd be a good time She Lord. would be good. Yeah. I don't 
ever want to be this person that's about to say what I'm about to say? I think I know what you're going to say. She's a little too old. Oh, I was going to say she's not attractive enough. No, no, I have no problem with her not being... I mean, she's attractive in her own way. Yes, yes. Um, I don't ever like to... Like, because I, I don't... It's like Natalie Portman and Uma Thurman. Yeah. For certain angles, they ain't attractive. Yeah, but, but lighting angles, helps. Yeah, yeah. Really. Barbara Streisand. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Not the most attractive woman in the world, but certain angles, you're like, Barbara got going on there. there yeah. uh, no, I don't. I, the, her attractiveness. I just think she's slightly too old. But then again, so is Capaldi. So and we've for me certainly to say had that, older ones. Yes, you for know? me to say that is me just being. I I I want. Someone younger. Yeah. Um, I know the internet has latched on to Agent Carter as oh. uh, Haley Atwell being the new doctor. Uh, I don't hate it. No, it I will never happen. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. I was like, I could see the merit in that. I don't think it'll happen. Is mm. she American or British? She's British. Okay. Maria. All um, these British people who do these spot on American accents and I yeah. don't even know. Um, I mean, I like her. I, I, I don't care who the female is. I just think it needs to be a female. Okay. And I think it'd be great if they did a female companion for about six episodes yeah. and then brought on a gay man. Oh, that So would be you really have cool. the, to the two ladies and I don't mean a romance between the two ladies I was just because ask that's him. not needed. We could actually have a doctor not have a romance. No, yeah. But it's n- okay, people. What would you think if it was a gay woman? Sure, but I just think like um, they've more, done the gay women thing honestly, on yeah. Doctor Who. Doctor Who with um, the dinosaur lady and her wife. Yes, and I'm, I, I just kind of in my mind, I'm like, well, we've hit the gay woman thing. Yeah. We also have hit the gay man thing because we had Jack Hartness on there for so long. True, but he was a do everybody thing. Yes, and I thought it might be interesting just to straight up have like a straight up just a gay dude, right? And not a typical one, like right. kind of like I don't know, like a gay biker. What was that uh, when um, uh, when Crowley was on the show? Um, yeah, like he's the closest thing we've had, and and someone like him, hell, fuck, fuck he should be the Dex Doctor. And you know what? <laughs> it's not like they haven't had people who've appeared on Doctor Who become doctors sure, later yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah. that's a, I hadn't realized that Capaldi had been in that. Um, he was in the uh, Pompeii episode. He was in the Pompeii, but he was also in the Torchwood um, Children of Earth or something Zero oh, God, Hour. Was, was he really the one where they with all the kids? Yeah, that's no one watches that one. Oh. I actually know the one after that, um, what is it? Oh, with the, uh, the Miracle American? Day. Miracle Day. Oh, the one where no one can die? That was so bad. It was awful. It was so I terrible. I can't decide which one was worse. Uh, the children one, I actually went back and rewatched it, and it's a little, hmm, Yeah. But it really will stomp on your feels after a while. It yes, really... made Jack an asshole. It kind of did. And it was hard to watch him in the Miracle Day, or the, was that the one where they don't die? Yeah. It, it's hard to watch him because you're like... I don't I don't like you. But it was terribly written. It was, but you just kind of watch it just like I don't I don't like you anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't want to spend time with you. Yeah. You're not the fun guy. Do you think they're going to bring him back to Doctor Who? No, I hope not. Really? I think he's too old. Now. Uh, that's true. Yeah, he is. He's, he's for somebody who's supposed to be ageless. This get kind of. I yeah. mean, granted, like Data did it for several years after. We never. But we Data, never once complained about Data. Yeah, you know what but I mean? Data also wears fifty pounds of makeup. True. So a little easier. But I think I think I think there's just no call for Jack to come back. No, that's fair. It, that is it's just kind of like, meh. All right. But yeah, in the uh, the children tortured one, he's the guy who actually is supposed to make the decision to like kill the kids and then they tell him that his kids have to be killed and I'm just like now you're going too far and he ends up killing himself and his wife and kid rather than it was just so weird yeah, it was just like I don't care about any of this <laughs> uh, alright Sherlock yes yes um, we had spoke um, on air but I cut it out for time purposes of our last episode we had spoke about the first episode 
and which you had really disliked, and I had thought was kind of. Was I, fine. I I did. I have I had to digest on it. I still really dislike it, but I my um, temperament is I've eased off. Okay. Like I was just kind of like that was first the day after reaction that we recorded, sure. and I was just like, why was that so bad? Um, I think because we'd waited so long, and I felt like that was your first back that right. it was not as good as it could have been. Okay. Um, I loved the second one, which I know oh, you did as well. So good. That one was probably the best one of the season. Yeah. You have Toby Jones, who's being creepy as fuck oh, and yeah. amazing. You got Mary, the video from Mary, which we totally misunderstood from the first episode. Yep. You know, which was better. And I like that what made the episode good is that at the end, you realize he didn't sleep with the girl, which you felt kind of okay with, even though better. it was an emotional yeah. cheating. Yeah, yeah. But you got why. It was all about the last scene when John started crying. Oh. And man. Sherlock was like, oh, I get it. You need a hug. Yeah. And he did it, not begrudgingly. He didn't do it in his jerkish way. He was like, yeah, my friend did go through hell to help me. Yeah. I am his friend. It was right. kind of like, he known he was his friend for the last three seasons, but it was his first time, I think, that we as the audience got to see like, oh, yeah, he gets it. He, he does. He just chooses not to get it. Right. And I, my favorite part about the entire episode was every time Sherlock is channeling his inner Doctor Who, when he sets up events so far ahead of time, it really is like time travel. It is. Yeah. I, like, I forget the, the, how the, I'm paraphrasing the joke, but it was the... He's like, well, I figured you'd do it in like eight minutes or something. He's just yeah. like, how'd you know? I had it down to six, but you, you did eight. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, like, it's, I like the bit where he was like, did you really know all? Because, you know, of course, she brings him in the trunk of the car sure. to the exact place. Where he's did you really have all that figured? Yes, except for the boot. That was just mean, you know? I, I did like that we got a lot with um, the house lady, which I can't remember her name right now. Uh, Hudson, Mrs. Yes. Hudson, yeah. That she was driving that car, like yes. I had no, I I didn't know who was going to come out of that car, but when she came out, just like, yeah, I figured there was more going on with you than what was yep. previously. Yep. Um, I did. Did we know that her husband was a drug dealer? Yes. Okay, yep. I couldn't remember if that was a thing. They they mentioned like so in the very first episode, you know that her husband had been up for like capital punishment, oh, whatever, okay. you know, like like the death penalty. Sure. Sherlock had made sure that he got it, and she was very grateful. And then it was a few episodes later that she was telling John about how her and her husband and he had been part of a drug cartel and had people killed and all wow. this stuff. Yeah, I he totally was, forgot all of that. Oh, go back and watch like some of the first season episodes. Yeah. I was watching them. Like, I watched them after the final episode because I was bummed. Sure. Was some brilliant moments in the first couple seasons. Really um, now to the final episode. Yeah. I will pause it first. Sure. I, I like the idea of a secret sister. Yes. I thought that concept was great. And yes. I love the idea that she was the Hannibal Lecter that could out Hannibal Lecter. Right. Which is something for me to say, being that I love Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Um, I thought all the scenes at the prison were fantastic. All the gear up was great. I will be honest with you. When you in your email had said you hated the little girl in the plane, yeah. I had totally forgot that that had happened. Right, right. Because it was so not important to me yeah. that that subplot was there. So when he figured out it was her, I was like, oh. 
yeah, okay. And just completely gone. Just, gone just gone. Because the rest of it was so intriguing to me. Yeah. So when you brought that factor back into it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that one good. Yeah, and Catherine <laughs> pointed out something. Because one of the things I called bullshit on was that apparently the entire time they're talking to her, this little girl was always her, right? Sure. But I was like, but we were seeing scenes where she wasn't talking to John and Sherlock. Uh-huh. And it was still a little girl. Sure. But then Catherine pointed out that she did say... Every time I close my eyes, I'm back on the plane. Yeah. So Catherine was like, that was whole mental. But I'm like, the whole, you had this huge, I just wonderful, get, great, I mean, big Why character. was she on the plane? Like, why, what it was that? It was just a thing. It was like, I don't it know. It didn't need to be there. No, but the whole thing, you've got this brilliantly evil, psychopathic person. And in the end, the solution was Sherlock needed to tell her that he heard her and give her a hug. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? Again, didn't think of that. Like, yeah. until you said it, I'm like, oh, let's try this. All I really did, didn't I? Yeah. Because I remembered the cool shit she did. Yes. And, and that, to me, overpowered my memory of the crappy parts. Yeah. Um, even the big explosion at the end, I honestly didn't remember until you mentioned it about 10 minutes ago. Because it was just like, oh, yeah, this was it. it was like Lethal Weapon. Um, but... I did, my favorite part of the episode was when, like, the moment he walked into her cell, I'm like, there's no glass on that wall. That was like, awfully I, cool. I noticed it right away, and I was like, am I am I smart? Because uh, I was just like, there's no glass on that I, wall. I thought that was cool. I but didn't get that. But when she kept saying, look closer, look, I'm like, motherfucker, there ain't no glass there. <laughs> Where is your reflection? True. <laughs> it's like, it's very true. He was distracted. You know? No, I loved it when she grabbed it. I was just like, mother, you son, son of a bitch. Um... <laughs> I like that we had a him and his brother had some good moments. Yes, that bit where his brother was trying to convince him to kill Watson, yeah. but he was doing it to be an asshole on purpose so sure. that Sherlock would feel better about killing him. Yeah, we all saw what he was doing. Like, yeah. we, we've all seen... like, But it really got to me. You know, you really got to throw away the dog because it's, go, go, I hate you. We're, yeah. all, we're like, we know what you're doing. We He's know what you're gonna doing. He's not going to follow what you're doing. No, yeah. no. Um, the scene with Molly was really hard to watch. That was really that was, Yeah, that's a character that I just... Do you know what Jada tells me? Mm. They had filmed it previously and they actually killed her off. And they went back and yeah. I don't think it tested very well. That no, of course it's not going to test well. Yeah. Yeah. People like her. Yes, exactly. They like her patheticness. But she's which always is just also been sad. something to be like a foil for, for Sherlock. You know, here's a way to show that Sherlock is a jerk or that he's not a jerk or that he's that's a jerk again. And he's like not a jerk. I feel at this point, why, move on. Yeah. that's It was fine for a few seasons because God knows, I don't know about you, but I think all of us have been through that where we're hooked on somebody that we're like, sure. let it friggin' go. But like after yeah. a while, it's kind of like move the fuck on, really and did. I feel like Molly need to move the fuck on. You need to have your Martha moment. You yeah, really do, yeah. Um, what do you mean Martha moment? Uh, Martha Jones, insurance. Oh, oh God! I know. I leapt genres. I'm sorry, when you said Martha, my first thought was Batman v Superman. I'm like, don't bring that. Up. <laughs> no, no. I was no. like, FYI, I remember that was this year yeah. uh, or last year. Oh, funny! It didn't get nominated for anything. Shocking! Yeah, but it I got know, nominated right? for all the Razzies. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy. When they didn't tell us for about two minutes that it was in the past with Moriarty. Yes. They let that sit they just did. long enough where yeah. you were like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And it was like, boom, five years ago. You're like, son yeah. of a bitch is dead. Like, you knew <laughs> that he knew he was dead the whole time. I know, but, you like, know, it was, he is such, and that's another thing, watching the old episodes with him. God, he's really effortlessly creepy. It is. He has dead eyes. Yeah, he does. And and he has dead eyes in every role. Yes. Like, even he has a small part in that 
uh, the Alice in Wonderland sequel. Oh, I didn't like, know. That. I mean, small is I think being generous. Okay. Like he just rolls in, says something, and leaves, and you're like, you only were in this because you played Moriarty. Yeah, like, There's exactly. no other reason. And you only agreed to do it because the paycheck had to. Have been yeah, nice. like there's no re- you didn't try out for this role. Mm. Like someone was like, hey, you know, it'd be a really good portion for this scene <laughs> in the mental hospital. That guy that played that one thing. You're right, he would be nice. day of work. Like he's dead eyes, and even his Spectre character in the Bond film, you're like. Dude is just evil. Like, yeah. there's just no dead eyes. Like him and the, the guy who played Magnuson in the end of, I guess, the second season. Um, no, end of third season. End of third season. The evil newspaper owner. Oh yeah, just dead the, eyes. They had, like Heidi Klum, just dead eyes. You, really you don't know what's behind amazing. there. Just... But I just saw him. Uh, he's also in House of Cards. He plays the 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 British or American version. Uh, um, American version. Oh, right. And he plays the Russian guy. And his eyes are equally dead. You're just yeah. like, oh, you're evil. Ah, and that's. What's his face is um um Yeah, that's Mad Mickelson's brother, brother who yeah. plays the voice of um Grand Admiral Thrawn on Ooh, Rebels. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh nice. oh nice. Which has been excellent this year. Really? Like, well, I mean rephrase that. The episodes that deal with canon mm-hmm. and Grand Admiral Thrawn and things moving as like a show moves along sure. has been excellent. Yeah. A lot of episodes of Rebels this year I felt they're saving money for the finale. Oh. It feels like, hey, we're going to have a... But it's animation. So to say they're having a bottle show is weird. Yeah. But there's been a lot of bottle shows. Okay. Where they're like, well, we're going to just stick with one or two characters on a planet. And you're like, but they didn't move us forward. No. You just were killing time. Yeah. And then they showed a trailer for the last uh, portion of this season. And they showed Darth Maul approaching... Fucking Alec Guinness Obi Wan on Tatooine, and I lost my shit. Like I was like, I was like flipping tables. Like, what? yes, it's about damn time. <laughs> and the crappy part about that is that pretty well solidifies we'll never get that story as a movie. No, because out of all their expanded universe story, like I loved Rogue One. I get why they did that. Makes sense. Mm. The Han Solo movie. Sure, I'm excited. There is a Han Solo movie. But I didn't need it. It's a, it's a cash grab. It is. I was, and you, and they can talk to me to the blue in the face why it's not. No, I'm but sorry. It is. It is. It it's is. like it's. He's clearly thought of as one of the most popular characters in any of the. It's movies. like how did Han meet Chewie? Well, I never really wondered. Well, now I get to see it. Mm-hmm. How did Han and Chewie meet Lando? Again, they told us in a card game. That's all I needed. I don't need to see the card game. No. Oh, Boba Fett's in it too. You're like, so Boba Fett and Han Solo had a pass before so, Boba Fett went after oh, Han are they Solo. Still doing a Boba Fett uh, standalone movie? I think there's rumors that they're still doing okay. one, but I think maybe they're seeing how this plays out first. Sure. And now we got Woody Harrelson, who's the guy that teaches Han Solo to be a smuggler. Great. I, okay, that's fine. Sure. I just rewatched the last Hunger Games episode, which is uh, episode movie, which is flawed, but he does a wonderful job. Sure, and I'm like, all right, but none of that makes me want to watch a Han Solo movie. Yeah. Um... I'd rather watch the Obi-Wan movie. Like, what was he doing for 18 years, sitting on Tatooine? I'm pretty sure not sitting on his ass waiting around. Like, he had to have adventures. Did you read any of the Marvel books? Yeah, that solo one he did was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So there is some stories, I feel, of Obi-Wan that could be told. But I was talking to my friend John about it, who is my Star Wars guru. Mm. Like, when I have questions, I go to him. And we were discussing it in a sense that it would be real difficult... To drop the Darth Maul story into film 
if you have not watched any of Clone Wars or Rebels. Right. And let's save a vast majority of like the generalized audience who just enjoys the movies, who is not reading the comics right. or watching the cartoons, would be like, didn't that dude die? Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw that man get cut in half. He can't just show up. And God forbid they should try and like explain it with exposition within the movie. No, it's like, here's way, everything that happened. It's way and you're too like, much. No, no, no. I mean, no, that's no. like three seasons of TV oh, to try and explain that. Yeah. So I get why we never, we may not get the Obi Wan solo movie um, of that specific story. Sure. Not to say we could get the Obi Wan solo movie in the future, mm-hmm. but the rumor online was that they might be trying to bring him into the next couple movies. And I was like, as far as I know, that dude is dead. So he yeah. a ghost. Probably. So yeah. well, obviously, I guess. But like, so. We you and McGregor become maybe? maybe, but I was like, I can handle you and McGregor being a ghost. That'd be cool. That would be kind of needed, horrific. but no. you know, but it'd be nice to see him because you and McGregor was the best thing about the last prequel. It's you know? fair, yeah. and I feel that he could use some redemption. I think so too. Also, what has he done lately? Well, he's always doing something. Is he? He got Train Spotting Two just came out. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I need to see that. <sighs> You don't think so? I, no, I'm fine. Trainspotting is a selective movie that I saw. I saw it once. I was like, all right, that's not my cup of tea, but that's a good movie. I Yeah, I saw it once as well, and I enjoyed it. Baby crawling on the ceiling notwithstanding, yes. so, you know. <laughs> this is weird. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, Star Wars, is they're doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, between... It passed the uh, billion dollar mark. So, uh, Rogue yeah, I don't know yeah. why people were shocked by that. I, well, it's a lot of people were saying, you know, oh, the boycott, the boycott. I'm like, you're what watching... Boycott? There was a lot of people who boycotted it because it was promoting, what is it, the resistance and women friendly and all this kind of stuff. Oh, and yeah, right, that, right. Got it. Yeah. So there was there was a boycott. You probably didn't hear about it. No, it didn't, I didn't do much. No, so, yeah. I, I didn't because <laughs> I support all those things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They boycotted. They boycotted Hamilton too. Didn't really help. No, know? apparently not. <laughs> not. Not to mention the tickets are sold out yeah, for a long like, time oh, anyway. Oh, so darn. You no. weren't gonna get tickets anyway. Well, speak. We'll, we'll end on this. Uh, well, two things. Well, this real quick. So Star Trek Discovery's filming. Yes. Yes, it is. Did you see the badge? No. Badge is real tight. Nice. Look good. good. All right. All right. I'll check it the, out. The new uniforms are kind of, it, it looks like a nice hybrid from Star Trek Beyond yeah. meets original series. Okay. All right. I was like. Fair. Good. Good. Yeah. It's only like a, like this, like a square. Up. Yeah. So it's not like they showed a whole thing, but I was like, all right, cool. All right, all right. Um, I'm still very excited that we have an Asian woman captain. Yes. A black female is the lead. Yes. Got, um, uh. Hellboy, not Ron Perlman, the other guy. Uh, Doug, Doug. Uh, Doug Jones? Doug Jones yes. is an alien. He's uh, going to be his own voice for a change. Good, uh, good, I'm yeah. kind of excited. I'm looking forward to this when it comes out, either later this summer or fall, nice. however they decide to do it. Yeah. Uh, we'll end on this. So, uh, I have not had a chance to actually talk to you about it, so we'll, we'll real quick, because it could go on a while, but you know, mm-hmm. speaking of the resistance, you went to the Women March. I did. I did. I really did. Did you feel empowered and awesome? I did. And right you know on. what? It's the first march that I've ever been in, and I had a feeling there wasn't going to be violence. I mean, it was women. Sure, a lot there's of, no call for it. Well, really. there was, I mean, you hear things about you know sure. protesters, but there was women and children there, and I thought even if you don't agree with what they were standing for, you'd have to be a super asshole to do violence when there's a lot of kids there. You That's know? fair. Yeah, but what I expected, though, was I was expecting anti-March protesters to be standing on the sides yelling ugly things because uh-huh. there was a lot of, there was a big LGBTQ element, it was pro-women, sure. and it was, I, 
I would have liked for it to be more pro-women and less anti-Trump just because people like to glom on that. But at the same time, I mean, that's really what it is. Um, Yeah, you would expect a big anti-backlash because it's everything they don't like in one place. And I expected that and I was geared up for it. There were people who were, you know, sending out information about how you don't don't interact with the anti-March protesters, Mm -hmm. don't feed the, you know, just don't. Don't feed the trolls. You yeah, know, basically. why would you? Yeah. There weren't any. I think they just were afraid. I think they might have been, but it was like, it ended up being, because I was there with one of my friends from work, and then we met up with a few other people there, and it ended up being just like a nice, pleasant stroll, because yeah. the sun came out, and we just all marched all the way through San Diego downtown, and it was a really good experience. Right on. I had to work today, so I couldn't participate here or LA, but I knew several people that went to the one in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I loved... All the signs. That, and I've got, I, I put it up on my Instagram page, and that was something that I noticed, that I was taking pictures of signs that were clever. They had a lot of clever wordings and everything. But I was also taking pictures of some of the signs that were, like, beautiful on an artistic level, you yeah. know? There was two of them with, like, cats, because of the whole pussy comment and sure, everything. Sure, sure. But I'm, like, looking at it, I'm like, what's this white paint on the cardboard, and it's all really well done and stylized? I'm like, I like what you did there. It there were some fun. really good ones. The, um... Very like very funny signs. Yes. There were some really good fun um, thought, like you said, thought are out there. The 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 three that kind of stuck out to my mind um, was I saw an Instagram where a man or no a a man took the video because I follow him on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, and it was a, a group of women made a paper magi- paper mache vagina yes that blew bubbles oh that's awesome and i was like i don't know what your statement is mm-hmm. but i respect the bubble vagina <laughs> really like do. it was i guess maybe that's what that was that was you just kind of like you don't know what to do with it respect the bubble vagina. yes like, exactly i respect the bubble vagina it's um, awesome i, I and they, everyone was screaming bubble vagina and i was just like <laughs> again i don't know what the vagina is saying yeah yeah but i respect it i think there's a lot of people out there who are like like there's that one woman on instagram you can find her she does these pendants and they're little, little, you know, they're they're pussy flowery pendants. vaginas. Well, yeah. yeah, exactly. But she puts like like a galaxy on the very inside of it. Why you know? not? Or sometimes dragon eyes on the inside of it, and they're really Ooh, beautifully made. Yeah, they're they're weird, but they're cool. Uh, but I think it's the idea of like, let's not look at this as something like, oh, it's shameful. Let's put it sure. back in here. It's like it's a thing we a lot of us have. Yeah, you know, yeah, it is full of mystery. Seriously. Like, um, what well, some man, from what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Still can't find with mystery in there. No, so, yeah. it's fair as well. Yeah. Uh, I did find one of the funnier signs. Well, no, not funnier because the, the the bubble vagina really took the top of the yeah. um, The two signs that made me, one made me stop and think that's fucked up. Yeah. Was it was the woman was holding a sign. She said, "I've been holding this sign for forty years." Yeah, and I was like, "You're right." She has been holding this because she looked like she was probably a young girl in her twenties. In the 60s, yeah. holding the same women's sign. Yeah. And here she is, you know, 40 or 50 years later, still holding the same sign. And that one made me kind of like, yeah, it sucks. You're still holding that sign. And there's one that you see pictures of, but I don't actually think it's from this march. Uh-huh. I feel that the internet glommed onto it. It's like, oh, it's from the women's march. I sure. feel like I've seen it before. It's an older, like a, a much older woman. Mm. And 
she's holding a sign that says, I can't believe I still have to protest this shit. And I'm like, it's fair. It's, I mean, yeah, I, I can't imagine her not being at that march. No, I'm but, sure she was yeah. there, but I feel like I saw that picture on the internet sometime before It's all possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, versions of that sign were... Now, the one sign that made me stop and actually tear up, though, because it pissed me off, yeah. was the little old Asian lady... With her, she was in a wheelchair in like a, a a snakelet or something and keeping her warm because it was cold yeah. and she old and yeah. old people get cold. Yes. Um, and it was like either her daughter or granddaughter who was also Asian was holding up. They were both holding up a sign that says "America put me in a camp once, never again." Yes. And I was like, "Fuck yes. yes, you keep that going because I feel that's the one thing in American history." They really don't like to talk about. Yeah, it's like true. there's a few big things that America just kind of like. Oh, well, we're gonna sweep that under the rug. Yeah, it was and a that thing whole that internment camp of Japanese Americans in the '40s is something that people really want to forget. Oh yeah. And I'm like, no, never forget. And George Takei is not gonna let them forget. No, about and that as he one, should. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, no, but that little Asian woman, she was my hero for the day. Like I saw that sign, I was like, you're right. Don't ever yeah. forget. Yeah. And then of course there was the other protest with the. Um, the science march? No, the LA, the LAX march. Oh yes, the airport march. Yes, which kind of was crappy for Don and his family because they were coming in from vacation. Oh yeah, that's and they right. had to walk like two miles to get a cab. I was just like, I get yes. However, let's look at priorities. I was just kind of like, <laughs> yes, I support you. You're marching, but if I had been twelve hours on a plane, yeah, and I couldn't get my bag and walk immediately to a cab, I probably would have been really pissed. I get I get pissed <laughs> off like that when I've made a five-hour flight. Right. So, you know? <laughs> now, Don and them were great. Like, he was like, no, it was beautiful. It was wonderful to see it. We got to, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's great. But weren't you a little tired? You probably <laughs> a little tired. I would be really tired. However, you probably got a lot of people's attention. Um, so I, I think it's neat. And I why I bring the marches up is, one, because we haven't spoke about it. But two... We brought up almost about six months ago, uh, one of our topics was I was questioning the validity of protesting because we had not seen it on a level like this. Um, We were using the nuclear power protest. As I was saying, that actually changed the tide of certain things. Can we see a protest today that can make a difference? And I'm glad to say that yes. I think so. Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm like. Oh, I'm so glad I was wrong because I don't think I was outright like no, wrong it's, about. It's it. true. I just we really haven't seen it. something like this in a really long time. When was the last time we had a march that? I mean, that women's march. There were people in other countries. Yeah, were marching and with that us. was what was weird. Of like, people in other countries were like, "No, we're just women marching for women." Yeah. And you're like, "Did right you see on. the one? Did you see the one picture from Russia?" No. It's a bunch of women, and they're standing, I believe, in front of the Kremlin. And yes, they should. Yeah. Well, no, but, they get arrested for that, so maybe they protect themselves. But, but that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. They're, they had a picture taken, and it's not very many of them, uh-huh. but they're standing there, and they have their like pro-women's t-shirts on, Sure. but they stood there and opened their coats so that someone could take the picture, and then they could oh, close no, the that's coats what and you get do. away. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. But it's like... Yeah. How many times has anybody in America ever marched in protests for support of the poor people in Russia? You know, it's well, like it's and probably they did. happened, but we, it's not publicized. I guess you know. I mean, hey, we did. Um, 
what uh, um, what's the where the people got together and sang for Africa? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, that <laughs> we are the world. We yes. we are the world. That uh, covers everything, right? Sure, that that <laughs> covers us for like a couple decades. Yeah. I think it expired. Okay, we I, need to do another just, one. It was. I, I thought that we had that that topic about like, do we think protests still matter? And then we also had the topic almost a year ago about, you know. How close are we to the Hunger Games? <laughs> it was kind of like we're getting kind of close now. We but are. I, so I, I wanted to bring that up. But I, um, do you ever watch SNL? No. We'll end on this for this episode because it's really funny. Is Michael Chi, who is the, one of the uh, two co-hosts right now, mm-hmm. for um, uh, Weekend Update? Yes. And they, he had the best. It was like he goes to fee. I'll paraphrase, but it was just basically he's like. To be a feminist is basically just supporting women's rights to do whatever they want. He goes, that's what a feminist is. Yeah. You don't have to be, you don't have to say you're this or that. You're just like, oh, you're going to support women's rights? Oh, you're a feminist. He goes, yeah. he goes. now try explaining that to the cop being yelled at by a woman who's screaming at his face with a pussy on her head. Yeah. He goes, then you realize there are degrees to this. <laughs> and I was like, it's true. he is not wrong. He, he isn't. Like, he isn't. Yeah. He really, I mean, I don't, I don't support the feminism that says that women are better than men and sure. that men create all the problems, but I'm aware that's on the spectrum, yeah. you know? It, but the way that he, he presented, like, yeah, yeah. When you were being yelled at by a woman with a a giant pussy on her head you have to kind of go oh okay so you're one of the crazy ones <laughs> it's degrees and degrees you know <laughs> but then it made me think of like nerddom I was like there are also degrees of nerddom there are and I, I don't want to look down at degrees of nerddom but I do but you definitely harshly. Do. So and unfortunately the crazy in both feminism and in nerddom the crazy you are the more attention and media coverage you get so. well that's how it usually is yeah. unfortunate but yeah. All right, that was our uh, uh, nerd roundup, sure, sci-fi yeah. adjacent. I like yeah. that, yeah. It was everything you can think of. Um, it, uh, so I'm Leland, here with Elizabeth. Bye, and everybody. And we will talk to you soon. <laughs>